if we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed. And hour number two is now at nine minutes past 10 o'clock. Thanks again to Kenny Shu for ending hour number one with this terrific conversation there. This is a Wednesday, the 12th morning of the fifth month of the year of our Lord 2021. Let's talk more now about getting our freedoms back. Let's talk about not having any more of our freedoms taken away from us. Let's talk more about not being forced into taking an experimental drug if we do not feel it is right for us. There's an organization, there are a lot of organizations fighting these things. I tell you all the time about Ohio Stands Up and the need for you to join at OhioStandsUp.org and to donate at OhioStandsUp.org. Another organization doing great work for this was Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom. Huge following on Facebook. Tons of Ohioans, uh, you know, commenting and sharing and, and, and organizing and sending messages to representatives to get our COVID-19 restrictions lifted to get all of our constitutional rights back. And they were doing such a great job on Facebook of reaching more people that Facebook had to act. And so they did. So Facebook and their left wing totalitarian overlords tore the page down. Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom no longer exist, at least in Facebook land. They still exist in reality, though, and there are still people fighting very, very hard on behalf of Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom, including uh, its founder, Stephanie Stock, who joins us now on AM 1420, The Answer, to talk about it. Stephanie, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Bob. Thank you so much for having me on today. Is it a badge of honor to have Mark Zuckerberg yank your site from the, or your page from their site? I call him Mark Zuckerberg. Um, yeah, you know, it, it was a really hard hit, to be honest. I mean, when, when you have that kind of a following, and I mean, even four months ago, we were reaching a million a week, and then they started shadow banning and doing, you know, taking other measures to silence us until they finally completely took us down. But, um, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, I, I see it as, uh, it, it's a badge of honor in, a, in, in the sense that we're effective, obviously. We're obviously effective at getting out the alternate, uh, you know, message. People can already hear the mainstream narrative. They get it 24-7, you know, every single day from the news. So we were bringing forth, you know, information that people weren't getting. Um, and even we were even using mainstream articles. We were just pointing out facts in those articles that showed, okay, here's the other side of this, you know, or here, look at how they're, you know, look at how they're directing your opinion in this way rather than just, you know, giving you the flat-out science. 
And so we would bring those kinds of things to people attention to their attention and get them thinking about it and questioning, which we should do, right? Free thinkers should always be thinking and questioning. And um, yeah, they weren't going to have it. They, they, they simply were not having it. What kind of a reaction have you gotten since they tore it down? Um, I mean, people were people are upset. Obviously, I mean, I don't. I I think with what we've been watching play out over the last few months, I don't think they're shocked. I think they've all they've been kind of waiting, like, well, how long before they just you know take you guys down altogether? Um, but you know, it, it. I think it makes people really want to fight harder because every time you get kicked in the gut like that, you just say, "Look, I'm not going to take it. I'm going to get up and I'm going to keep fighting." And I think. Um, you know, it's just it's just going to add fuel to the fire for advocates. I think they're just going to say, look, um, every time you have process, we're just going to stand a little bit taller. And so that's what we have to do. And I have enough to remind myself that sometimes because, you know, you try and you try and you try and you start to make gains. And then it's like, ah, they pull the rug out from under you again. But um, that's that's the fight we're in. I mean, this is um, this is kind of the next American revolution, so to speak, only it's being fought. Um, in, in the digital world, in social right. media, the digital world, and, and of the mind, really. We're not using, it's not weapons this time. It's no, no. Well, well, yeah, you're right. It's weapons, but yeah, not not physical ones. But there are weapons. Uh, we're talking to Stephanie yes. Stock, who is the founder and the leader of Ohio Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom. I think the most infuriating thing about the Facebook part of this, and then we'll we'll move on here, is that you can't challenge. You know, they don't tell you exactly what you did wrong and say if you fix this, you'll be okay. They just yank you with no explanation, and then they give you a little cursory. If you disagree with our decision and would like to challenge it, please click here, and then you click there, and five minutes later they say your disagreement has been rejected you're still gone they don't give you any you know uh, uh, room to argue your point of view at all and again tell me what we're doing wrong here tell me what we're doing that's that's unfair so what i want to do is is ask you this stephanie do you think that zuckerberg and his moderators and his decision makers and oversight board etc are just doing the bidding of left-wing members of congress because they call him in and they call Jack Dorsey in all the time uh, to talk about, you know, regulating their platforms. Conservatives want them to stop shadow banning conservative minded groups or outright, you know, yanking their pages. But liberal Democrats say you're not doing enough. It's dangerous for people out there to combat the covid narrative that we have worked so hard to cultivate. You have to take down sites that challenge our medical and scientific expertise. And I feel like that's what's happening here. Oh yeah, they, they're they're basically just creating an echo chamber on Facebook. That's what they're doing. They're silencing any anything that's conservative, anything that's regarding freedom, and they're just removing it. And yeah, they didn't they didn't give. But us do you a think they're the literally time. acting on the orders of? Do you think they're literally acting on the orders of Democrats in Congress that have made these uh, requests to them? I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. I I believe that Biden had somebody appointed to Facebook's board. I can't remember the guy's last name. I could get that for you, but I just found out about that uh, last night. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is. It's, it's a takeover. You know, they get everyone addicted to Facebook, social media. They make everyone feel like, you know, they have a voice and, oh, I'm doing a Facebook Live and people care what I have to say. And then they go, oh, they're saying too much now. Bye-bye. Doesn't fit the narrative. So, um, you know, it, that's where we're at. It's, 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 it's kind of like communism in social media right now. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's, it's not kind of like that. It's not kind of like that. It is that. It is absolute censorship, which is why, and now I want to move on to another aspect of this. You have agreed, and we certainly are, are proud to, have, to invite you, and so glad that you have agreed to speak to our uh, group, uh, Citizens for Free Speech Ohio. Now, I am a National Director of Communications for CFFS nationally, and I'm one of the leaders in the, in the Ohio chapter. Coming up, I want everybody to know 
one week from today, on the 19th, it's our next webinar. Stephanie will be the guest presenter uh, with all of the evidence and information that you can possibly imagine uh, with respect to medical freedom and with respect to vaccines, the dangers, the controversies, with re- not just the COVID-19 vaccine, but, but, but beyond that as well. Uh, and the nice thing about it is Stephanie isn't just preaching to an echo chamber you can be a part of that webinar and ask her questions if you disagree or if you want clarification or if you want to join the effort with ohio advocates for medical freedom you can do that um a week from tonight can you tell us a little bit more about what you will cover uh next uh, wednesday uh, at, at our webinar sure well i mean i i'd like to go over a little bit of kind of how we watched all of this play out um yeah. kind of the timeline of things um, you know, with regards to vaccine passports, uh, you know, starting with the mask and then going through, and now we're kind of just, we're going to be trading the mask over kind of for the vaccine. And just how that kind of plays out, what to look for, how to kind of see and project what's coming based on, you know, as you're reading, <laughs> you're reading through the mainstream, they kind of tell you what they're going to do. You know, just like DeWine, just like DeWine kind of tells you what he's going to do. It's, I'm not going to do that. We're not thinking about doing that yet. Well, we're thinking about it, but we're not doing it yet. Well, now we're doing it. You know, it's that kind of a, that kind of a thing. So kind of just right. walking people through a little bit on how to identify maybe what's coming. Um, you know, to talk a little bit about why it's unethical to mandate a, a product with known risk of death and disability on another individual, whether that be a business mandating it on you, government mandating it on you, anything like that. Um, you know, just kind of cover those issues. Let people know about the bill, what it entails, um, you know, how they can be active in promoting it and, you know, you know, speaking to their legislators um, and, and talking to them about why this kind of legislation is vital for, for them and for the state. And just kind of going over those things. And like you said, answering questions. I think I think that's probably one of the most important things that, that I can do is, is ask, answer questions. And right. people think we've been accused of being an anti-vaccine organization. We're not. Like, they can call us out as much as we want. But the bottom line is, um, I, I'm just as willing to fight for you to have access to a vaccine that you want to get as I am to fight to protect you from something that you don't want to receive. Ditto. That, that's what I say on a daily basis. I am not telling you you should yeah. not have a right to get a vaccine. I'm not telling you not to get the vaccine. I'm telling you I'm not getting it, and no one should force me to get it or anybody else who doesn't want to because it is my body, my choice. It is medical freedom. Uh, Stephanie Stock is our guest. She is uh, one of the founders and leaders of Ohio, Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom. Stephanie, um, your Facebook page was only part of your online presence, right? The website is still up, yes? The website is still up, and of course, everybody can go to vote yes on hbq48.com to get specific information and call to action emails on the bill specifically. We are also um, on Telegram and Mealy, so they can't, they haven't, um, they haven't started censoring those platforms yet. I mean, I shouldn't even say them out loud because <laughs> they'll probably start. Yeah, um, and I know. So, so if you guys want to get current news and you want to hear about, you know, what kind of, you know, vaccine injuries and stuff are being reported in the mainstream that Facebook won't let you see, um, you know, anything like that, finding out when different uh, vaccines are getting approval and et cetera, then follow us um, for news there. And then for the bill, you can go to the bill website. So. Yeah. And, and I want to get people again to your website, which is Ohioans for uh, or Advocates for Medical Freedom. And it's spelled out yeah. Ohio AMF for Americans Medical Freedom, Ohio AMF dot org. I'm staring at that right now. Um, you should get there. You should uh, donate if you can and help this organization. And 
I want to spend the last minute and a half here that we have, uh, Stephanie, uh, and I know we'll learn a lot more about 248 on Wednesday night, next Wednesday night during our webinar, but can you give us a little bit more about the importance of that particular bill, which is finally going to get an introduction, I think, the day before, right? The day before our webinar uh, on the yes. 18th, I think it's going to be introduced. But tell us uh, more about the importance of HB 248 and how it can really solve almost all of our problems. Um, so why it's so vital is is we're on to the sub bill now. Originally, we started with with using an exemption type of a format. Um, now we're going to go, we're we're going for just a no just a no mandates on on adults. No mandates on adults. The schools the schools will remain the same, um, but they will have to they will have to um, tell the parents that they have all three exemptions available to them because that's not that hasn't happened since. I think we we had this you know we had the exemption right since the seventies for children, but no parents are informed that they have this right at least in most of the schools. So this bill will also will also, will also capture that, and then most importantly, this bill prevents discrimination against anyone who chooses to decline a vaccine. We should not in America be able to you know to lose our jobs or not be able to get goods and services or participate in society because we don't take a medical intervention. Um, that's just un-American. So um, this bill would provide for discrimination protection and give people an avenue on how to, um, you know, they can go to court, they can report to the ter- attorney general or a couple of ways that they have recourse if they are discriminated against. So we really need this legislation. I mean, we can't, we can't get to a place um, where we don't have free society anymore. I mean, you know, next thing they mandate Prozac or, or maybe they mandate birth control, right? It's too much of a carbon footprint. We can't have babies. I mean, where does it end? We become communist China. This Vaccines are the gateway to any medical mandate in society, and, and we can't go there. We can't go there. Even, you know, it's public health and it's for the greater good. That's how everything starts. So the greater good sometimes is, is ends up being the worst thing that ever happened to a country. <laughs> and yeah, it's no, all for the greater good, right? We have to be careful. We really do. Place. We really do. Great information there. And, uh, again, a ton of great information online, as you just pointed out. And we're looking forward to it. I want anybody who is not yet a member of Citizens for Free Speech Ohio, CFFS Ohio chapter, to go to citizensforfreespeech.org slash Ohio and become a member. Then you can take part in the webinar next Wednesday evening, 7.30 p.m. Stephanie Stock will be our guest presenter. You can ask her questions uh, and learn a lot more about what we can do to fight back to get our constitutional freedoms restored and to protect those from being taken away from us in the future. Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on, and we'll look forward to speaking with you in more depth on uh, Wednesday. Thank you. I will talk to you then. Thank you so much. All right, that's Stephanie Stock now. It's 1022. We'll take a time out and come back, get some phone calls perhaps on AM 1420, The Answer. Okay, 1026. As uh, we've been busy with interviews in the last hour, we did not get a chance to announce... The obvious news, the uh, Republicans have gone ahead, Republicans in the House, under the leadership of Kevin McCarthy, and ousted the third-in-command, Liz Cheney. She is no longer in the Republican Republican leadership in the House. They did not immediately name Elise Stefanik as her replacement uh, after uh, Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise, but that is expected to happen in the very near future. So Liz Cheney, noted Trump critic and critic of uh, uh, you know all, everyone who believes 
in what we know to be the truth, that this election in November was not on the up and up for a variety of reasons. She has just continued to hammer against 75 million people's beliefs and 75 million Trump voters, and she is now out as Republican leader. Doesn't mean she's no longer a Republican, but don't be surprised if she flips. Don't be surprised if she doesn't just become a Democrat. It would not surprise me in the least. Uh, let's go to Jan. Is calling from Greater Cleveland. Hi, Jan. You're on the air. Go ahead. Oh, hi, Bob. You know, we have to start rooting out the real uh, racist in the country, starting with uh, Pinocchio Joe. And uh, Larry Elder plays a clip quite often, and I wish you could maybe play it at the end of your show. And it's when uh, Trump is saying, I'm not talking about the white uh, nationalist or the neo-Nazis or other extremists as very fine people. You know, they were protesters and. And yeah, well, I, I've, I've, I've played that clip probably 400 times since uh, at Charlottesville, that terrible, tragic day in Charlottesville well, when Heather Hyder lost her life. So. I, 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 don't, I think we have to keep, uh, keep uh, bringing Biden to, to task because he, uh, he, he ran on that lie. He, he ran the whole, the whole thing. And uh, getting back to, you know, you were talking about uh, uh, the uh, ed- education you were an educator. Now, yes. I can recall when people said, oh, yeah, well, we just passed them from one grade to the next. Social promotion. Social, yeah. I mean, uh, that was in the, the Cleveland City Schools, and, and that's how it is, I suspect, in most of these Democratic-run inner-city schools. And then these kids come out, and uh, there there are jobs out there, but you have to be able to read at least at a fourth grade level and you have to know basic math to do almost anything well let me give you an example of what you're talking about here um in lorraine thanks for the call jen i got to get to our news here keep listening though in lorraine public schools uh, i'm a lorraine county resident um they just announced a few days ago that every student will be promoted from their current grade to their next grade regardless of their achievements understanding grades uh, competence, or anything else. Every student. Now, they have not been educated in a year. The schools have been closed. They have no way of, of keeping kids engaged online. Some of the kids don't even have access. They have just decided everybody, first grade will go to second, seventh grade will go to eighth, ninth grade will go to tenth, and seniors will graduate, whether they've done anything or not. Now, you tell me how those kids are going to succeed. You tell me how those kids are going to fare, if that is going to be the man. Now, this is a COVID response in particular because of the way things have gone. But, yes, what you're talking about uh, you know, is, it, is an annual thing, social promotion. We can't have 23-year-olds in, in senior, as seniors in high school. Eventually, we've got to bump these kids out. If we held them back in seventh grade, we can't hold them back in eighth and then hold them back again. Pretty soon, we got 21, 22-year-olds in, in high school. So they push them out the door and just let them become society's problems. And you're right. Uh, it happens, and it's a huge, huge part of our problem. 10.30, time for news. We'll come back with Melanie Stolarski after this on AM 1420, The Answer. Progressive Democrats, please be aware you have now entered the place where political correctness goes to die. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. 
1036, we continue on this Wednesday. Thanks for being with us. Really, really powerful interviews in the first two, uh, or the last two half-hour segments, rather. Let's continue that right now and talk more about uh, our freedom. There's another group that uh, I am supporting, and in fact, I'm going to be speaking at a little bit later this week. It's, uh, it's called Off. Just Off. Just off, Ohioans for Freedom, or Ohio for Freedom, to be more precise. That's their website, OhioForFreedom.com. Melanie Stolarski came on with us a few weeks ago and told us about their shopping, uh, maskless shopping brigades, uh, going out to uh, various locations and uh, with the safety and courage of numbers, shopping together mask-free and encouraging and emboldening, hopefully, many others to do the same. She's back with us now to talk about more events coming up on Ohio or with uh, Ohio for Freedom. Melanie, good to have you back. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thanks so much for having me again. My pleasure. You know, I'm looking at the website right now, Ohio for Freedom. Canada has fallen. What's that all about? You know what? I'm not, honestly, we don't, that's not our website, so I'm not familiar that's with That's not that your website. same? There's another group no, with the same name? Oh, crap. Th- yes, right. it must well, be, yeah. Well, then I'll tell people what it is, because I already knew. I was just going to give you a chance to talk <laughs> about it. Pa- Pastor Pawlowski in uh, Canada, up in uh, 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 Alberta, Canada, uh, a pastor up there, he's the one who denied police officers who came in five strong to break up their service, their worship service at his church. Yeah. Uh, he sent them out, and uh, we with uh, with with no grace uh, and with no amount of humility, he sent them packing. They came back twice to break up his service because it's a violation of the health orders up there in Canada. And eventually, just two days ago, in fact, they arrested him. They followed him home from his church, pulled his car over in the middle of a highway, made him get out, embarrassed him by getting him on his knees as if he was a terrorist or some sort of a gun criminal, uh, put him on his knees and handcuffed him in the middle of the street there. That's why they're saying Canada has fallen. And I'm going to use that just to launch into what we're talking about here in Ohio, Melanie, because, you know, that happened on the northern side of our northern border, but the mentality is the same in a lot of places, including in the gubernatorial mansion in Columbus, Ohio, isn't it? Absolutely. So true. It's ridiculous what they are trying to pull and against our, our free will and our freedoms here in Ohio and across the globe. It's ridiculous. It really is. There's no, there's no question about it. So let's talk about Ohioans for Freedom then. And uh, in particular, we'll talk about uh, a couple of events that you have coming up. You asked me very kindly to say, hey, can you promote these events? And I said, I'll do you one better. I'll let you promote these events because we need to be more active now than ever before. Everything that I tell, uh, you know, our volunteers and our members at Citizens for Free Speech, which is another activist organization that I represent, it starts at a very, very small level. It starts at the local level, whether it be having meetups and people who are like-minded sitting down and discussing the state of things in our state and what we can do on a very local level to try to start to initiate changes. And that's what you guys have done uh, at uh, at Ohio for Freedom. You're talking, Ohioans for Freedom, you're talking about literally uh, going out there in small groups or large groups if you can get them together and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, making statements such as shopping without masks. And now you've got a couple of events coming up with some very prominent speakers speakers. Uh, tell us about those. Yes, absolutely. Tonight we're hosting Dr. Frank, the internationally round physicist that proves that the 2020 election was the biggest cyber crime in the world history. We're so excited to have him. He's a Nobel Peace Prize nominee, and he was recently on the documentary with Mike Lindell, Scientific Proof. So he'll be speaking tonight at 7 p.m., and he is just absolutely incredible. What he has been able to uncover and share has to be spread worldwide as far as what they're trying to do with the system, the Dominion systems and so forth, and 
just continually trying to perpetrate who is going to be in office. And then also this Friday, May 14th, we're hosting the Frontline Doctors documentary, Seeing 2020. And we have Adam Mariner, the director, Dr. Farella, who was in the movie, and mm-hmm. also Dr. Schmidt. She's a frontline doctor. She'll, they'll all be joining us in person to view the documentary. And then we have a Q&A after. And Dr. Koshar, the producer, will also be joining us via Zoom. Wow. So you can, yeah, I'm so excited about this, too, because this is just going to be a great time for people to really view this incredible documentary that they've put together to share what has happened, what's been going on, and then also to have these people right front and center that we can ask questions right in our backyard is so incredible. And so people can go for pre-sale tickets that are $10 to scene2020.info, or they'll be $15 at the door. And then Saturday evening is the same um, movie viewing that will be held at Freedom Fellowship Church in Apple Creek, Ohio, and that event's at 6 p.m. So if they go to that website, they can buy, purchase tickets for either either day event or both if they'd like. Okay. Now, I want to repeat some of that information in a moment. But first of all, first thing I want to do is a mea culpa and apologize. I have so many activist groups that I have talked to and had on the air. Uh, I can't keep them straight. There's a reason why it wasn't your website, Ohio for Freedom. That's because you are Ohio Freedom Fighters. It's a different off, and I messed that up completely. So I apologize uh, for getting the name incorrect. Uh, between Ohio Stands Up, Free Ohio Now, Ohio Advocates for Freedom, uh, for medical freedom, rather, Ohio for Freedom, and now here's Ohio Freedom Fighters. I, they're all, they're, it's an alphabet soup uh, of freedom in Ohio in my head right now. So I apologize for that, Melanie. I want to make sure that oh your group gosh, is. no problem. But I do want to make sure your group is recognized appropriately and also so people can know where to find it. Now, I just talked to um, Stephanie Stock, whose page, Ohio, Med- Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom, was taken down from Facebook. Do you still have yes. a Facebook page for Ohio Freedom Fighters? We actually never had a Facebook page. You do not. We where, do, where can people you know, find your info on digital, uh, on online? So online we have Ohio Freedom Fighters mm-hmm. at ProtonMail.com where they can send us an email just saying that we'd like to get on your list and we send oh. out updates every week with our flyer. And then people do post all over social media our flyers and what we're doing in our upcoming events. And we also have a Telegram page, but that's private. Because we just okay. want to have a community of like-minded people that can really share crucial information on that. Um, the, the best thing to do for us is to come live and in person to one of our meetings. And we meet every single Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. And we can share that information once somebody emails us or and lets us know that they're interested in learning more about So it's got to be that. emails. So there's no socials, no social media that somebody who is like-minded can say, hey, I want to look these guys up and join them. You, you just have to make send an email. Correct. Okay, and that email address is again? It's Ohio Freedom Fighters at protonmail.com. Got it. Ohio Freedom Fighters at protonmail.com. Okay, I, I just want people to know, uh, you know, because people, particularly if they're driving right now, we're going to say, okay, Dr. Frank, tonight at 7 p.m., and we got the thing Friday at 7 p.m., and they're going to redo it at a different location on Saturday. People can't write it down. I want to find. I wanted to give a simple way for them to get all of the information, uh, so that they can uh, attend if they wish. So we'll just repeat it again. We'll do it slowly here tonight, seven p.m. 
Dr. Frank, uh, with this uh, extraordinary story that he did uncovering the cyber fraud of the 2020 elections. That's tonight at 7 p.m., and how do people participate in that? They can email us at ohiofreedomfighters at protonmail.com, mm-hmm. or they can just show up at 7291 Stone Road in Medina. Okay, got that. And then now let's move to Friday, the uh, Frontline Doctors documentary. Friday, 7 p.m., Adam Mariner, uh, the director, and Dr. Frello, who was in the movie, and Dr. Schmidt, uh, in person. Where is that one? That's at the same location, and they can purchase tickets at seeing, S-E-E-I-N-G, 2020.info. So that's 2020.info. Got it. And that's $10 ahead of time or $15 at the door. And then you're going to be re-airing that movie for a different crowd, different audience, on Saturday, time and place again? That is at Freedom Fellowship Church, 6209 Carr, C-A-R-R Road. That's in Apple Creek, Ohio, at 6 p.m. Wonderful. Um, How has the maskless shopping uh, venture been going? Are we still doing those? We're still doing them every Saturday at noon. They're going great. We've just had some incredible experiences where, again, other shoppers are ripping their masks off and ready to join us. They're asking questions. We've had so many people um, ask about, you know, how are you guys doing this? What's this all about? And they've come to Wednesdays, so they've joined our group. They're sharing the message. We have people emailing and coming up to us on Wednesday nights. Hey, I don't live in Medina, but I live out in Ashtabula, or I live in Solon, and I want to start my own group. So we're we're helping facilitate that too. So it's it's moving across Northeast Ohio as well as getting these massless shoppers out. Yep, all in their communities. So it's it's been wonderful. You know what I look forward to, Melanie Stolarski of Ohio Freedom Fighters. What what I really look forward to here is a day when maskless shopping is not a thing. When it's just called shopping. Yeah. Right? Just mm-hmm. shopping. Because exactly. that's what I do now. Mm-hmm. I just shop. It's not masked or unmasked. It's just shopping the way it has always been. Because to do it any other way is insane. And it is nonsense. And I just, I long for the day. And I know you guys are working hard to make that happen. By having people go just shopping uh, the way we are naturally <laughs> uh, inclined to do. Breathing oxygen freely and not being uh, afraid. And not being afraid of telling the truth. And, you know, explaining to uh, uh, those who live in a fearful state of mind uh, that it's okay it's okay to breathe the free and clean air now this is uh, uh this is what we're supposed to do that's that's what and i know that's what you guys are trying to bring about right that's one of the things that we're doing yes we just want people to be aware of what's really going on in society what what the they're trying to place on you the and the strongholds and everything and just let people be able to think clearly critically think and to really question what's going on so they can make their own rational decisions. So we have action steps. And, yes, maskless shopping is one of them because we want to promote that. We want people to understand their medical freedoms. We absolutely love Stephanie Stock. She's been, she spoke at our events a few times. She's coming back um, next week to speak. We love to have her. We support everything she's doing. So it's just getting like-minded people together to fight for these freedoms. 
Yeah, that's exactly what it's all about. And uh, the more of us uh, band together in small groups, and then our groups band together into little larger groups, and then those groups band together, and pretty soon we have have a movement. One that shouldn't be necessary to restore our liberties, but uh, because they are under attack, um, it is necessary, and that's why we do these things. So Ohio Ohio Freedom Fighters, rather, uh, hosting these great events tonight and then Friday and Saturday, and then... Uh, uh, I want to invite people, too, that are a part of your group, Melanie. If anybody listening who is a part of Ohio Freedom Fighters uh, wants to hear more from Stephanie Stock on Wednesday, next Wednesday, she'll be our guest speaker at an hour-and-a-half-long uh, webinar uh, starting at 7.30 p.m. next Wednesday, one week from tonight, for Citizens for Free Speech Ohio. So we would like to have as many people of your group as possible register as members of our group at citizensforfreespeech.org slash Ohio so that we can all, again, kind of take these groups, merge them together, make them a little bigger and a little more powerful so that we can indeed uh, restore that which was taken from us. That would be incredible. And there's a few other events, may I just add, that we have coming up? Sure. So May 17th, it's a Monday at 7 p.m., we'll be hosting Ohio Senate candidate Josh Mandel for a town hall. It's not our normal night to meet, but that's when we're going to be doing it. That's Monday, May 17th, and Stephanie Stock will be there as well. Wonderful. Yes. Wednesday, May 19th, Joe Blystone will be in attendance and he'll be speaking. And then May 26th, which I'm super excited about, you'll be there. So we can't wait to have you. Hopefully between now and the 26th, I'll remember the name of the group and get all of these Ohio free groups (laughs) (laughs) straight in my head. Ohio Freedom Fighters, Melanie Stolarski. <laughs> Melanie, seriously, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for all of the events that you guys are hosting. I am very much looking forward to speaking to your group on the 26th. Uh, thank you for coming on today and letting us know what's going on. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. God bless. All right, there's uh, Melanie Stolarski, a very important group. It is Ohio Freedom Fighters. Not to be confused with Ohio for Freedom. Not to be confused with Free Ohio Now. Not to be confused with Ohio Stands Up. Not to be confused with CFFS Ohio. It's really, really tough sometimes. But you know what? I love it. The more uh, times I get mixed up with them, that means the more of them that there are. And the more of them that there are, the better we have a chance to... uh, regain our stolen liberties 1050 got time for a few phone calls before the top of the hour you want to join in do it now 216-901-0945-888-281-1110 right here on the authority Okay, 1054, a little more time than we normally have uh, for the last segment of phone calls. So let's take advantage of it at 216-901-0945. Charlie, the politically incorrect mechanic from Lakewood. Charlie, what's going on, sir? Good morning, Bob. I got a, I got a two-part for you okay. uh, about, wearing, about not wearing a mask. So this morning I'm in a local big box uh, uh, home improvement store, and I'm walking through there. And a lot of times I, I, you know, my work clothes, I look like a contractor, I guess. And people ask me questions about where something is or how to do something. So this guy asked me, he said, can I ask you questions? Said, yeah, sure. And he says, uh, what do you do when people, you know, give you a hard time and ask why you're not wearing a mask? So I said, I, my usual response is because I'm rational. And uh, to, to quote Dennis Prager, and, uh, and, and he says, well, he says, then I'm not wearing mine anymore. And he rips it off. I mean, literally ripped it off his face. 
and gave me this big monster smile, grin from ear to ear. Love it. And love it. And you know, we sat there and we talked for a little bit more about stuff, and that was it. And I've never had a, pro- a problem describing the way I, you know, a feeling before until until that that moment. But uh, so that was part one of the story. Okay. Part two of the story is I got on my back window. I've been writing stuff since before the election last year. You know, things I might see on Facebook or a popular saying or whatever. And uh, currently I have on there, uh, we saw a baptism this past Sunday, and the child, while not a baby, wasn't that much past being a baby, but had a, they made, they had a mask on. This Toddler. Kid, yeah. okay? okay. And and I was just infuriated at that. So Monday uh, I wrote, or Sunday night I wrote on the back window, muzzles are for prisoners and slaves, not healthy people, and then in all capital letters, not kids. And I came out, I went to go leave, and I see a little piece of paper blow up from underneath my windshield wiper. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, so I put it back in park, get out, and somebody wrote a note on there telling me how much they loved the message in my back window. So <laughs> well, you know, it is, it is, people. yeah, it, it's, it's encouraging to know that you can have an impact. One person making a statement by not wearing a mask here or by putting a message there, just because you know what? Most people, I think, fear, they fear confrontation. And the way they get confronted is if they're alone. And they feel, you know what? Absolutely. If I'm not alone, I know there are other people like me out there. Look at that guy. Then they start to feel a little emboldened. You know, when you think you're the only one that's trying to swim against this stream or against this tide, um, uh, you know of of fear that they have they have they have you know put us into uh it, it's hard when you know there are other people out there that are swimming with you it does make it a little bit easier that's those are a couple of great stories yeah it was, it's been a, it was a great it was a great morning for sure good stuff charlie thanks yeah, for sharing brother work. i appreciate it i can tell you this honestly thank you charlie for the call i can tell you this when i go into the big box stores or wherever and i grocery shop or i uh you know any pretty much anywhere i shop and i don't mask um, I'll, I'll see people, you know, cause I don't try to confront people. Of course, it's not my business at all. I just walk around and I, I don't walk around in fear. I don't look side to side out of the corner of my eyes to see who's watching me or whatever. But I do notice and take notice of glances. And sometimes I'll get a glance of, huh, what's wrong with that guy? Why does not wear a mask? Sometimes I see a glance that you can kind of just tell is, Hey, I want to do that too. It's kind of like a little wink and a nod, like, good job, man. You know what? Uh, I, I want to do the same thing, too. And Charlie's story just proved that those people are out there. Uh, let's go to Mike in Lakewood. Also Lakewood. How about that? From Charlie to Mike. Both in Lakewood, you're on the air. Mike, go ahead, sir. Yeah, I wonder if you and the Ohio Freedom Fighters would support a movement to uh, have people not wear seatbelts in the cars, because that's taking away our freedom. Or stop signs. That takes away my freedom. How about that? Um, that's insanity. I know. That's how about and so that. is not wearing a mask. Um, Mike, you do realize that breathing free air is indeed a right. It's a human right. Do you realize that driving being, a car... Being able to move around is a right also. No, no, Mike, it's not. You don't understand well, the law not? if you think that. No, oh, my it's not. goodness. Mike, let me... Let, what, what, tell you what, why don't we hang up on you, and then I'll, I'll explain it to you without you interrupting me. Driving a car in the United States of America is a privilege. You have to get a license for it. It is not a right. And if you want the privilege of driving a car, you have to follow certain rules that the state sets. One of those is is belting yourself in to make sure that you are safe in that vehicle. If you don't want to do that, you don't have to do it. Nobody can make you do that because it's a privilege. Nowhere in the Constitution does it guarantee you the right to operate an automobile. It's not a right. You do have a right to breathe. 
You do have a right to live. You do have a right to not be constrained in the intake of oxygen. You have a right to breath in the in the United States. You don't have a right to drive a car. That's one of the dumber statements that I've ever heard. But coming from Lakewood, I'm not terribly surprised. We'll see you. Bye-bye.